Ole Miss Athletics. Near side, there's a pitch. It's on the turf, and the Rebels recover it. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Field for Rodriguez. He'll go coast to coast. One-handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field. That ball is long gone, headed toward the scoreboard, hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one-to-nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now here's your host, Gary Darby. Just 20,000 of our friends in Omaha who made a little noise as the Ole Miss Rebels have won the national championship of college baseball. Welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. I'm Gary. This is Chuck. Hey. Hey. You doing all right? I'm doing great, been man. been a good day. I've been waiting 40 years for this. <laughs> I know. Yancey Porter's got a microphone. Well, I'm not quite as old as Chuck, but I've been waiting a good 30. <laughs> I, have, I look I'm right there, feeling every moment on it. Yeah, of course, I was doing the radio when Mike was hired, I, I, when he was first here. And I remember those days of, and people may not remember this, but we did a Thursday night call-in show for baseball. And it was at OU Stadium when they were practicing. We did it then. Or if it was at an SEC road trip, we did it, set up the equipment, and Mike would drive. David Kellum and myself would ride, and we'd get there and do those things. And some of the best conversations maybe I've ever had with a coach. It's a long time ago, but he was asking, what do you expect out of this program? What do you want? And then he would go on to start telling what he thought. And we'll hear a little bit later on that, obviously, he thought this national championship would come a lot sooner than in 22 years. Because with Skip, Skip won 5 and 10. He won 3 in 5 years when he was an assistant. He thought it's just what you did. It's taken a little time to get there. In fact, we laugh all the time with him and DK that, at that point, it was like, well, we want to get to the SEC tournament. Right, because we had struggled in getting to the SEC tournament, and you would have thought we were—I don't know what you would have thought we asked. He—he he looked. Oh, we're making the tur- the tournament's not the question. It's about winning national championships. That's what he thought 22 years ago. It's taken a while, but we get to say it's happened. What a great day! Well, you—I've never known a more hard luck, successful coach than Mike Bianco. <laughs> right, right. I mean, how I many nine supers, and go to World Series twice? Lose the third game of Supers, what, five times? Yeah. I mean, come on. The odds against doing that are incredible. So the man deserves this. The school deserves this. The players deserve this, obviously. But if anybody deserves this, it's Mike Bianco. Just incredible. Um, I think it's maybe the greatest sports story I've ever covered or been a part of on in any sport to think they were 7-14 and 14 didn't know who any of their starting pitchers were going to be. Had players hurt left and right. Um, you know, from Dunhurst to Calvin Harris, uh, a lot of players hurt and be able to pull it around. But it just goes back to the senior leadership. Without a doubt. 
You can text message the program, 662-426-1093 on the show today. We'll get our uh, good friend on with us throughout some of this run, Brad's Radio Network, and then we'll get hitting coach Mike Clement to be on with us and talk about it as well. 22-17 and 17 after Mississippi State won the weekend series here. Yep. And then it started that next midweek, again against State, playing the Cup yep. in the capital city, won that one, and after win 17, he and 6. 20 and 6. And you think about the 6, right? A&M twice, finished, finished in the Final Four. Arkansas three times, finished in the Final Four. And Vanderbilt, who played in the finals of the Corvallis region in that SEC tournament. You didn't know if you were even getting in. You did. And look, Dylan Delucia. I mean, my goodness. I don't know how much you can say about that guy. We knew Hunter Elliott had found himself. But Dylan Delucia, unbelievable what he was able to do. That that entire pitching staff, what they were able to do from that point on, just tremendous. Oh, that's the story of the whole thing to me is the – I mean, we knew the offense was going to be good, even though early in the year they weren't very opportunistic having timely hits. They started getting timely hits. But until they got that mound situation straightened out with DeLucha and Elliott as their two aces and then figured out their long relief, short relief, closer situation, um, in in 11 games in the postseason – they had a 2.22 ERA. Ridiculous. <laughs> Against the best offenses in the – a 2.22 ERA. I, I don't know that that's ever been done. But I did not get to go to Omaha. ones that did, what was it like? Uh, absolutely fantastic. That's- Omaha is a wonderful in the first place. And then all that baseball, mecca of college baseball. The setup, the stadium and everything uh, surrounding it right there. It's great. The jello shots. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, by the way, it finished up 11,777. No. 18,777. Right. 18, I, I only had 900 of them. <laughs> and we won the game. We're always going to win the party. We'll you know. with Brad Henderson on the other side as the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We want you to think Canon. For gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1960. Competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Ryan Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. You love that song. Yeah. Enjoying some time with the guys in the Rebel Yell Hotline going on tonight. We didn't uh, we didn't bring in uh, Gordon Ford in the top. He's here. Uh, Gordon, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing wonderful, man. Excellent. Coming up uh, in the next segment, we'll get with you talking about a few things as well and some text messages, people. Ken and Cleary McGraw will bring those to you, but right now it's Gateway Tire who brings this portion to you. They've been with us since eight, uh, 1929, 54 locations, six states, Gateway Tire, Goes the distance for you. Let's listen to this and bring in the guest, Brad Henderson. Brandon Johnson stares in to get the signal from Dunhurst. We're ready to go again. He stuck him out! And the oldest Rebels are your old champions! 4-2, the final score! Oh, my goodness! Red and blue streamers everywhere. We got a dog pal in front of the mound. Ole Miss has won it all. That's my friend and mentor, David Kellum, on the call with the Ole Miss Radio Network. This guy was next to him. Brad Henderson, I I can't imagine what I would have been doing in the booth. What were you doing when you watched that? Well, it's a surreal moment, and and I hope this feeling never ends because I woke up as happy this morning as I was uh, when, D, when DK was making that call. But uh, I put it on today. I see it. My wife was in the booth with Miss Mary, and uh, she just was filming it, and, and you can just kind of see the back of my shoulder while DK's making that call. It's a really awesome clip, and the first thing I did was I wrote the book, and uh, and then it was just a right arm fist pump and just, just so much emotion and uh, just so happy for Mike and that staff and, and those kids. And, uh, man, what what a journey this season was. And, you know, I hate it's over, but, boy, what a, what a way to go out. Now, Hindu, don't get on here and start lying, okay? I know you cried a little bit because I know I did. <laughs> cried like a baby, Chuck. I cried like <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> Me we too. Cried, we cried in the booth, and then, of course, I had to go down the stairs, so I put my sunglasses on running down the stairwell to get to the field. And luckily, the, the celebration was so long, it gave me a pretty good 10 or 15 minutes <laughs> of just crying by myself. You know, yeah. Clem gave yeah. me a big hug. Laugh gave me a big hug, and I mean, just cried like a baby because, you know, I mean, a lot went into this for, for a lot of people, and uh, 
you know, it wasn't any more special for me than it was for somebody sitting in those outfield stands yesterday. It's just been a long time coming, and uh, you you were just finally glad to see us bust that door down. Hindu, I think that one of the most important, you know, we're talking about Bianco pushing the right buttons. If you recall, he, you know, he came in against A&M when they had a big lead A&M, and he got roughed up. Then he came in against Arkansas when they had the big lead in the World Series. They had a two-run home run. And then they asked Bianco on national television on ESPN what were what was his plans if Ole Miss had tied or taken the lead when Arkansas went 3-2. Most people expected Mallets to be that guy because of the situation with Brandon struggling of, of late. And he said, no, I'm bringing in Brandon Johnson. That's my guy. And so here we go, you know, two games later. And you're in that situation with a two-run lead. He puts in BJ. And have you ever seen him look better than that ninth inning there? You talking about that breaking ball breaking off. Oh, my goodness. He was just unbelievable. Yeah, he was. And there wasn't any doubt. I mean, as good as our bullpen has been, Mallets, Nichols, Gaddis in the World Series, uh, as good as those guys have been, DK and I, during commercial breaks, would always say, "All right, we got to get we got to get to BJ because BJ is our guy, and you got to you you win with your best guy, you lose with your best guy, and uh, and that's been his role from day one uh, from this year. So I mean, no, there, there was no doubt uh, BJ was coming in. Every guy on that roster wanted BJ to be in that spot, and uh, you're right, Yancey. I mean. We had the luxury of having a monitor, and, and every pitch was 96, 97, and that's probably the best breaking ball I've seen from B.J. Uh, maybe all season. But uh, you just couldn't have written it any better, uh, the, the way it all happened. But, uh, you know, going back to Mike and, and that decision, you know, through the course of the year, uh, you know, you'll hear a lot of people say, Mike needs a pitching coach or this or that. <laughs> well, you can put that to bed. Uh, yep. because what, what this staff did in this postseason run and the way he called pitches and, and handled the staff, I thought there was twice in the World Series where we got in some trouble and he went out there and, and he made his point. And, and we got out of some innings that, that, that could have gotten away from us. Uh, so, so all that talk about a pitching coach and, and all the message board talk of, uh, you know, Mike be able, Mike Bianco not being able to, to to kind of write his own story when he wants to, when he wants to leave Ole Miss, that that can be put to bed. Let's talk about something else. And one more quick point about pitching coaches: it just shows you how fans sometimes think they know a little bit more than they do. I was talking to a Major League Baseball coach at an Ole Miss game as they're scouting the Rebels. And I asked him, I said, do you think Ole Miss needs a pitching coach? And he looked at me and he goes, are you crazy? Did you know that in the MLB, there are 19 former catchers that are the pitching coaches out of 30 teams? People don't understand that catchers, nobody knows pitchers better than a catcher. And you got Carl Lafferty and Bianco. So it's just crazy the way that fans would think they need a pitching coach. They got two of the best pitching coaches in the country. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that, Yancey, because what 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 just the common fans don't understand is Lap and, and and Coach B they get together before every game, watch film, and it's a, it's a partnership. 
you know, now Mike's the one signaling them in through the walkie-talkie during the game, and obviously, you know, he's doing the mound visits. But it's a collective effort from both of those guys. So, you know, for people to say we need a, a pitching coach, well, we've got two of the best in the country. So, you know, again, let, let's just put that to bed and, and, and worry about, uh, uh, you know, other problems. <laughs> two, a 222 ERA in 11 postseason games, Hindu, I, I, that's just shocking to me. Against great offenses up and down the line, just basically dominated. And to me, that was the difference in this team. We knew they could hit well. Um, they became an opportunistic hitting team, which was great. But uh, on the mound, won the World Series to me. Yeah, they did. Um, it, it's uh, I, I, I don't know how you, I don't know how to explain it. And, and I was trying to explain it to someone earlier today that you know you, you hear when you get to the postseason, you got to get hot, you got to have momentum. And I've never understood that because I never certainly played on a team that that got hot in a postseason and. You know, you watch some of these Ole Miss teams in the past. They were just good, talented teams, but they weren't hot. And they didn't have that it factor that uh, that this team had. And obviously, the bullpen was spectacular. And, and obviously, I know you guys will talk ad nauseum of, of DeLucia and, and Hunter Elliott, and, and rightfully so. But, you know, I, I really, truly think it started, and, and you don't hear a lot about this, but that first game at Coral Gables against Arizona, Peyton Yachty, Peyton Shotney hit a three-run double in the eighth inning of that game, or the seventh inning, to put us ahead. And from that point on, we never looked back. And, and, and it just carried over. You saw it the very next game. We get to the seventh or eighth inning against Miami, against Parson, Carson Palmquist, an All-American left-hander, who we weren't hitting. We get two outs. J.B. gets a single. Gonzo hits the first pitch single. Elko doubles in the gap, and it just kind of just just shot us into an area of, of, of the unseen from this team. And, uh, boy, they rode it all the way to the end, and, son, was it a ride. <laughs> One of the last things, and then we would be running up uh, against a break, is still much happen. Still in the back of the mind, it's like, are they, they going to be able to do this? Chatagnier threw him stands trying to catch that foul ball. I'm like, they're doing it. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know what's going to happen. But every one of these guys that's been, whether they're from whoever, Tim Elko, Kevin Graham, you name it, you know, T.J. McCants went to the bench, kind of accepted that, and hit a couple big home runs, did some things as well. These dudes were laying it all on the line to win that championship. Got about a minute, buddy. Yeah, yeah, and I'll leave it with, with, with this. When I was standing on the field yesterday and they were giving each player their individual trophy, up on the stage, one at a time, they had their names and their pictures on the billboard, and they were announcing them. And it started rolling through my head what every one of those guys contributed to get to this point, whether it be Garrett Wood, T.J. McC- I mean, and, and they just kept reeling the names off. And everybody at some point, played a factor in winning this national championship and uh you you know you you can't you can't ever take that away from these guys but uh every one of those names that were on that roster did something to contribute to a national championship yes sir so did you brad henderson thanks for being on the show thank you hindu appreciate it man Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury, 
leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. Howdy toddy, everybody. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson, and whether you're hurt in North Mississippi or along the Gulf Coast, my law office provides experienced and highly skilled legal care without charging an upfront fee. That's right, there's never a fee unless we win. For small town care and big time results after a car or truck wreck, call the statewide injury lawyers at Roberts Wilson, PA, 662 533, or visit us on getjustice.com. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diaberville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Welcome back to the program. Gary, Chuck, Yancey, Gordon, we're all in the house. We thank Brad Henderson for being on the program again. Uh, I got a couple of text messages and different things, too. Uh, and, and I know that that brad got these you guys are on these text threads and all this stuff too i had so many players so many people that i've been involved with throughout the time of the mine goes really mid 90s and beyond with the baseball team a lot of vested interest for a lot of guys hindu won the only one balling his eyes out on sunday when that happened it was an emotional time for a lot of people to put a lot of blood sweat and tears uh, into the program way before like remembering, uh, you know, from even the times of being the first PA announcer at Swayze, when the, this field we have now, right after attending games at that old thing next to the Turner Center and things like that, just seeing where it is, um, I ain't ashamed to admit it. I shed a tear or two also on Sunday. Absolutely, I you did. Know? Hell, I, I I shed a tear after we beat Arkansas two to nothing <laughs> to get to the finals. I said, "Oh my God!" Because after we lost three to two, I, I got to admit now. I was nervous about getting oh, to those yeah. finals. Arkansas is a fine team. Oh, they're they could have won the national title just as easily and that, as us. That tells you how well Ole Miss was pitching. No they doubt. didn't score less than ten runs, but twice yeah. or three times. Yeah. Excuse me, the whole playoffs, and, right. did and that Oklahoma. was all against Ole Miss in Oklahoma. That's right. Yeah. A lot of messages about Dylan Delusia. We are aware of how important he was uh, in this run, and the question of. Of this comes in, and I and we'll let Chuck get to it. And that is, this national championship run and season uh, has to be better than any, including, and this is what they said: 1959, 1960, and 1962 in football. You, I don't know about that, but it certainly equals. 
you know, I mean, those were those were pretty fantastic too. Now, I mean, national championships are national championships. I don't put Ole Miss on the map. Yeah, as a university, you know. So no, I, I. But this is fantastic. I mean, I don't even know any other way to put it. One other one other thing that came in is how many people, and we talked about this prior. How many people were in the Grove today? And I was at the very front of the Walk of Champions, and I, I don't have. You know, a, a total number. Chuck, what did you th- Well, I'm not very good at that, Gary, predicting crowds, but I, I said at the minimum 5,000. It was a great turnout considering how many people are just coming back, still coming back That's from right. Omaha. That's right. And, and here's the thing. It was for the first, first time, correct me if I'm wrong, that a men's national championship team has walked that walk of champions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Think about well, history in all kinds today. Jerry, I said to somebody today, I said, well, it's finally a real walk of champions. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't mean that bad, but it's the truth. I mean, And look, whatever the crowd was, it was probably plus another one because Chuck is big enough now to take up room oh, for two. Right. Oh, right. Oh, oh, oh. I, think, uh, I, I don't think anybody in this room but Gordon can talk about somebody's waistline. That's, that's right, right. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to tuck mine in right now. <laughs> Yancy yes, can't tuck his in. Oh, all right. Hey, I gotta say one thing off the subject. Congratulations to Yancey's daughter, Olivia, for winning a national oh, dance contest. All right. Yeah. Good for her. 13? She's 13? She's 12. 12. Yeah. And, and fantastic dancer. I saw her she really at is. my granddaughter's recital a, a month or so ago, and I'm I, I'm amazed. I really am. Congratulations. Thank you. She's put in a lot of hard work. Well, she's good at it. All right, let's uh, let's do this before we get into uh, the Rebel Injury Report, if we want to do that. And you want to talk with Gordon about some things. Go ahead, Yancey. Yeah, one of the things is is how much Bianco will get raised. And you look at the SEC, he's the sixth highest paid coach in the, in the league. And after Mississippi State won, they uh, upped Chris Lemonis to 1.25. I think he got about a $600,000 raise. So right now, you got to look at, Bianco's making 1.2. You've got Dave Van Horn at Arkansas, 1.3. The guy at Texas A&M, 1.4. And the highest-paid coach in the league is Tim Corbin. He makes about $2 million. So what do you think will happen, Chuck? I think they've got to bump him up somewhat. Yeah, I think they have to bump him. But let me tell you, my problem with the modern athletic director is I think they go overboard sometimes. Um you know they get they get caught up in the hysteria of of one successful year and then sell their souls for the next four. True. I, now I, I'm not saying Mike doesn't deserve whatever he can get, okay? But I, I think it's Keith's job, Keith Carter's job to, uh, you know, keep it reasonable, in my opinion. And now anything in the top three in the conference to me is very reasonable. I think that should be. But, you know, Yancey brought up a point off the record one day is that, you know, coordinators. No, the, no longer off the record, Yancey. Yeah. No Co- longer off the record. Coordinators in the SEC make more than some of these baseball coaches. So I definitely think he's about worth that. You know, I, I think he needs to be up at about 1.5, one, 1. 1.6. Sure, sure. And, and you know, at Ole Miss, unlike a lot of schools, baseball pays for itself. It does. I mean, I'm not saying it makes a lot of money, but it pays for itself. So that's a consideration as well on what you pay your coach. Sure, yeah. and I guess the other only schools would be 
Mississippi State, LSU, and Arkansas that pay for themselves. That pay for yeah. themselves. Yeah. yeah. South Carolina had it going for a little bit. Yeah. When they were winning those national championships, but their stadium's but not big enough to pay for itself, right? right. It, that's about right. I mean, we got you. You got four stadiums in in the SEC that are big enough to pay for themselves. Look, guys, what if you could get that stadium? redone this this all season that they were talking about you put twenty thousand i guarantee it'd be sold out before the season started and you're making real money mm-hmm. i don't know what the plans and where the pecking order in the baseball stadium is to you know get modified and and do the outfield and some of the you know in the grandstands but it needs to move to the front of the pecking order because you got to strike the iron while it's hot and the baseball program could end up being a big time money maker if they can get that stadium enough seats, enough premium seats to really make some money. In about 30 seconds, you got any kind of injuries you want to talk about brought to you by Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine? Well, I got a chance to see uh, the whole baseball squad um, at local Funkies having lunch, and Deshaun Ruffin and, and Ty Fagan are, basketball. Basketball are really moving around good. I asked them both how they feel, and they said they're running, they're doing all activities. So I think in basketball, that's going fine. As far as baseball injuries, the only one, is Kemp said, his neck was sore after the dog, dog pile. Of course. Who would have guessed? But I don't have any more new baseball injuries. By the way, you need to check out the website for Cannon Cleary McGraw as well. CCMOxford.com for the Holmes Lands. Move on in to a national championship city, why don't you? We'll be back with more right after this. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, 
Our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than Hawkins Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Brought to you by Roberts Wilson, PA. They represent the people. The consultation is free. They'll go to work immediately after being hired. Call them, 662-533-9111. It is Gary. It is Chuck. It is Yancey. And it is a hitting coach by the name of Mike Clement, who's on with us. Hey, Coach, welcome back. Thanks, guys. What do you guys do when we don't win the national title? Like, What do you guys normally talk about right now? Firing you. <laughs> Look, I've Sounds never been. In, right. I, I've, I've never been involved with the Rebel Yell Hotline when we don't win the national championship in baseball. I don't Perfect know. Answer. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Coach Chuck, congratulations, man. We're so all also happy for you, and we had Henderson on here a few minutes ago, and we were talking about how hell we we cried like babies. I mean. <laughs> And uh, we're so proud of you and, and happy for you. Well, first, thank you. All three of you guys, probably you, none of you probably collectively know it, but all three of you guys texted me last night, and it meant the world to me. Obviously, we get a ton of text messages, but um, you guys are some of the good ones, and, and, and we appreciate that. And uh, what Hindu said uh, is really true. Some of the coolest moments of this week, um, or the last two weeks, I guess, it felt like we were to Omaha, which is not a bad thing, but um, – were people in the hotel lobby after our games and I'm trying to get to my room and there are people um, that are, I don't know, probably been following Ole Miss baseball for several decades that would walk up with tears in their eyes, shaking hand, shaking my hand and just saying thank you. And I'm almost sheepish saying, like, you're welcome. Like, I thank you for being here is what I tried to say. But you could tell how much this meant to people and, I think that's the most gratifying thing, um, you know, from at least outside of the walls of our locker room was just seeing some people's uh, pure joy in, in what was accomplished. Coach, what did the energy from the crowd at the games mean to the team? I'm telling you, I was there. Ole Miss fans took over from the first pitch of every single game. Most of the games, Ole Miss was the visitor, right? And we would put up a, a two-run spot on whoever we were playing, and yep. the fans were relentless. Just talk about that support that you received during that tournament and what it does for the players. Well, it was huge. Um, the only school, the only team that was there, now again, I – I wasn't at every game of the of the other bracket, but the only the only team in our bracket that even rivaled it was Arkansas, and um, it, it it made a huge difference. Uh, I know 
probably goes through the TV and people can see that there are a lot, there's a lot of red and blue in the stands, but um, the impact that it made specifically in the championship series um, was enormous. Uh, like I think, and I mean this guys, uh, the two runs we scored on, I guess it was Saturday in game one of the championship series in the first inning were completely assisted by the crowd. Um, you know, you could tell, we had them outnumbered like 10 to 1, it felt like, and I think legitimately 10 to 1. And uh, Oklahoma was not ready for that. I, and, I, and I mean that sincerely. The, they, they, they botched a couple balls. Their catcher struggled to catch the ball. Their All-American shortstop kicked the ball to give us our second run. And I think that was completely um, based upon how loud our fans were. Uh, and I mean that. And it got us off to a good start, and then we ended up running away from them and winning pretty handily in that first game. But – uh, it was wild. I I had to tell myself at some point, uh, probably on the in the on the back to back to back home runs, like, hey, just stop coaching and like take this in for a second. And I did. Like, took a deep breath and looked around and just saw people going crazy. It was it was uh, by far the greatest baseball environment I've ever been a part of. Absolutely, and coach. Let, let's talk about your area of expertise here. I, I said earlier in the show that I, f- I felt like the right word is opportunistic. You, my numbers may not be exactly right, but we scored thirty-six runs in six games at the World Series, and I think nineteen of them came with two outs. And I thought nothing exemplified that more than the bottom of the eighth yesterday when we were down two to one, and we get three straight hits from McCants, Bench, and Gonzalez. I mean, clutch, and it was like that the whole tournament. Yeah, huge. Um, it was uh, it was what we did. You know, it's how you win a championship is uh, you have really good starting pitching, you play really solid defense, and you have timely hitting. And that, and that, that was our recipe. And um, like you said, uh, a ton of two-out hits throughout the entire tournament. And uh, that's what you have to do. Uh, and, you know, we had a lot of big hits this year. And the biggest was McCants' hit in the eighth. There's no doubt about it because Horton, um, the kid who started, who's a big leaguer, like so good, um, who was outstanding yesterday. He's 17 months off of Tommy John surgery, so I don't think it was the normal national championship type thing. I think that they were a little uncomfortable letting him throw 120 pitches. And so I think for like two innings, they have their, their, their closer warming up down there. And I knew if we can just get a base runner here, they're going to go to the closer. And McCants got the hit, and the game was over because they go to their closer, and we obviously got after him, and um, you know it, it, it won us a national title. Coach, uh, a lot of talk about Tim Elko, Kevin Graham, several others, rightfully so. Yep. But in, in a text message thread that I had going on with other players and people that have been around this program for a long time, the question was team MVP, and and most people came back with Justin Bench, and I want you to talk with me a little bit. You want me to play 65 games and start them? I will. You want me in center? Okay. You want me at third? Fine. I'll lead off and lead the team in hits with 81, and I'll drive in 42 as the leadoff guy as well. Can you kind of expand on the thought of Justin Bench and what he meant? It would be hard for me to argue with anybody in your text thread uh, that, that chose him as our offensive MVP, and uh, you're exactly right. Maybe the most one of the most underrated players in all of college baseball. Um, probably when you when, like you said, when you add in defense, our most valuable player because he's the best defensive player any position he plays, maybe except for catcher and just the utility knife guy um, and sets the table and is always on base. All of the things that you're saying, 
and he's kind of an unsung hero. I think our fans probably appreciate him because they can watch him play every day. And he's one of those guys that if you're a casual fan and you flip on our game, your eyes are going to be drawn to different players than him. But like you guys and our and our fan base that, that watch us play all 70 games or 65 games that we played, uh, if you get to watch him every day, I think you appreciate him more. Uh, I think he's got the chance to play for a really long time just because he's so valuable. Um, yeah, I don't – Besides that, and this is kind of a common theme, and it's how you win championships also, he is an awesome kid. Comes from awesome parents, selfless, um, just just everything that he is as a player, he's a better kid. Coach, uh, the most emotional I got during the whole tournament was McCants' two-run home run. Uh, you know, he struggled at the plate. He got the big home run against USM, and then struggles a little bit, you know, starting the World Series, then he's – alternate between in and out of the lineup and to come up with that home run and then how about that hit by him to get it all going there in the bottom of the eighth could you be any more proud of a player than than you were tj yeah it was awesome it was awesome he uh you know it's funny i think if you asked him to be completely honest he wishes he was playing in the infield and that he came here as an infielder and he's played it you know like bench he's played wherever we've asked him to play and obviously he's Came in the same time as Jacob Gonzalez, who's our shortstop, so he doesn't have an opportunity to play shortstop, and he's such a good athlete, all of those things. And um, he's had to battle some you know, some personal stuff and all of that, and um, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. He's been in and out of the lineup, and Garrett Wood gave us such a good shot, especially in the Super Regional, um, but also in Omaha a little bit. And um, so we rode, rode Woody there for, for a few games, and then TJ got back in there, and it's, you know, again – it's it's the recipe for success is you got a bunch of guys that are selfless that just want to win and he was one of the guys um you know when he got his opportunities both at the super and then you know the 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 home run in in whatever game one just took the game away it was over right when he after that to stretch it out but and then we we already talked about the hit yesterday that was that was enormous and look i got i gotta ask you about jacob gonzalez i mean He's not even smelling the ball the first five games of the series. You, y'all leave him in the two-hole, which I said, wow, why don't they move him down? And sure enough, as soon as I say that, he comes up with three big hits, a mm. solo home run, you know, an RBI in the eighth. I mean, what an incredible day in the most important game of anybody's career. Yeah, no doubt. He was, uh, I think, probably admittedly the one guy in our lineup that was pressing, you know, that, that – um, that wanted to have a ton of success. And the odd thing for Gonzo is he's typically not that guy. Uh, really unflappable, uh, really mild-mannered, really rarely does he let the emotion show. Um, but, but yeah, he scuffled in the series and was one of the only guys that did. And then, um, you know, he was, he was the superstar that he is yesterday. Uh, obviously gets three hits and uh, the home run to give us the lead one nothing. And at that time it felt like we were going to win the game one nothing. And uh, that, that, that maybe that was enough, and then uh, obviously comes up a huge hit in the bottom of the eighth to get to get the game tied, and uh, ends up scoring the, I guess the fourth run uh, on the wild pitch pass ball. So uh, just a huge game. It's hard for when you're when you're as good as he is. It's hard to keep keep those guys down for too long. And uh, fortunately, he uh, he got he got it done yesterday. Coach, I know this is not your area of expertise, so to speak, but. Uh, 2.22 ERA hmm. for 11 postseason games. I just find that to be incredible. Just ridiculous from from <laughs> from where we came from, especially on the mound, uh, to where it ended up. It's 
hard to believe. It's really hard to believe. And in that ballpark, you have to be able to pitch. Um, you know, the ball doesn't usually leave the yard and, and didn't for most of the week until it cooled off a little bit. And then in the championship series, the wind was blowing out. And so, but you have to be able to throw strikes and you have to be able to pitch. And, um, yeah, there's no better team in the, in the, in the series than, than what we were at that. And here's the thing, I think on that stage and, there's 30,000 people there. I think the concern from a coaching standpoint with pitchers is that you may have some really, really good arms, but that environment and that stage can sometimes get the best of people. And our two starters, talking about Delush and Elliott, um, they may give it up, but they're not going to be scared. They're going to go right after you. And then obviously Doherty did too, but we had guys get up on that mound that were, were not nervous, not scared, and they just went after it. And that sounds like, uh, well, no, no doubt, like everybody's going to do that. But that's not the case. I mean, we, we face some really good arms that we end up scoring two runs in the first inning because they can't settle the nerves. And then they settle in and are okay. Our guys, were, we, we never had to battle that. And those guys were just tremendous. Well, look what you did. The, the All-American closer yesterday threw two wild pitches. And, you know, I mean, like you say, the, the, the stage got to him. Mm-hmm. No question. And, you know, Chuck, I think – I think part of it is we, we've been playing must-win games for six weeks now, maybe more than that. Um, and so because of the hole we dug ourselves in, it almost worked to our advantage because starting with that Missouri series, you know, in whatever, early May, we had to win games. Like, we had no choice but to win. So it was almost like we were playing postseason baseball a month before everyone else. And I think that actually ended up playing to our advantage once we got into the postseason because it was almost like, well, We've been playing do-or-die games for a month already, so we might as well just keep it rolling. And our guys played with that freedom of the fear of failure. It's just I, I don't know how else to explain it. I'm, quote, joking here when I ask this. How difficult has Carl Lafferty been to uh, kind of be around once his pitching staff did kind of get that? And they all start talking about the slider. You know he's he's taking credit for all of that, right? Yeah, I, I give him zero credit. It's all Mike Bianco. <laughs> uh, it's, not, it's not Laugh. Laugh was in charge of the pitching staff the first half of the year. Coach Bianco <laughs> took over the pitching staff the second half of the year and we won the national championship. So I'll go with that. Uh, Coach, I, I wouldn't be remiss if I didn't ask about the future for next year's team. Being a, a recruiting guy for so many years, you got the number yeah. four class coming in. Obviously, you got some holes to fill. Um, you can't talk about particular names that you're recruiting, but are there any pieces, uh, some bats that you're trying to add from here, maybe to the portal, junior college, or late high school signees? Yeah, I don't, I don't think you'll see any late high school signees at this point. Uh, I certainly think you'll see some portal stuff. Um, I think it's, uh, I think that just to be completely honest, I think that's with a lot of turnover, or at least we expect a lot of turnover, um, with our lineup. I think we need a couple of those. Um, but the good thing is, um, I feel a lot better about it right now with what we have coming back than I did maybe three months ago because who knew Kemp Alderman was going to have the year he had. Obviously, we felt really good about Gonzo, but then you got Calvin Harris coming back, Reagan Burford, who, you know, maybe we forget about a little bit, but ended up getting 100 at bats this year. So there's no some, there's certainly some pieces um, coming back that I feel like we have at least the framework for a really good offense. But yeah, un- undoubtedly, I think I think you'll see a couple names from the portal that 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 hopefully we're able to add, and we feel like we have a really good class. Now the hard part is holding on to those guys because we got we got the draft coming up here in a couple weeks, and you know we we certainly have a couple guys in our incoming class um, that that we're a little nervous. 
that we may lose to the draft. Coach, do you, do you anticipate being able to keep keep some of these juniors like you did last year with Bench and Elko and uh, Graham and, and see them through the senior year like, you know, Chatney and um, – McCants. Yeah, maybe even uh, – Maybe even yeah, Delucia. Uh, man, I think I don't. I don't know. I I don't want to say it publicly. I think Delucia <laughs> may have pitched himself out of here, uh, which is a great which is a great thing, right? Um, yeah, sure. We would we would certainly take anybody with eligibility left. That you're talking about. <laughs> we'll take them all back um, for for sure. I do think. Um, I don't know if I had to if I had to say it right now on whatever June 27th or wherever we're at. I think we got a good shot of getting Peyton back. Um, I think he anticipates coming back. I don't want to put words in his mouth. Uh, he would certainly still be open to the draft, but I, I don't know where his draft stock is right now. And um, I think at least he is leaning that way. The rest of those guys, I think, will be hard to get back. And I think in some weird way, the national championship may work against you when it comes to that. It's like, holy cow, what else are we going to do? We can go out on top. But I've already told Bench and Graham, even those guys have another year eligibility. So what the heck, guys? I know you graduated, but a graduate degree from Ole Miss means something. Come on right? back. So, um, we'll, we'll find the scholarship dollars somehow. So, uh, but but I, I would anticipate most of those guys being, being gone, but we'll uh, we'll take them if they want to come back. That's for sure. Well, Coach, thanks for everything. Thank you, Coach. Part of the Thank show. you, buddy. Congrats. Howdy, toddy. You guys, you guys are the best. Howdy, toddy. All right, friends, we'll come back and wrap up this edition of the program. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no farther than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. 
Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Connie Brazell with Morgan White Group. Connie can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which can save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Connie can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest, solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Connie today at 662-259-5552. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline presented by Cannon Cummings. To conclude the show, Gary... Chuck Yancey Gordon's been with us for a little conversation as well. The Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. All right, fellas, Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment presented by Go Orthodontics since 1976. Friendly, affordable smiles. They've got places Oxford, Saltillo, South Haven, Corinth, Collierville. What are we doing recruiting-wise? Well, let's start with baseball since that is the hot topic. Ole Miss picked up a commitment slash signee from Florida Transfer Portal Nick Pose, 6'5", 225-pound redshirt sophomore, was out for 733 days with Tommy John's surgery, came back, and at the end of the year this year, he caught fire. The last four starts, he averaged over six innings, eight strikeouts, only one run per game, including one of those wins against Arkansas. Uh, so that's one of those guys like the Oklahoma pitcher that you saw was out with Tommy John and it's really caught on fire now. So that's one to keep an eye on. Two signees. Uh, that Ole Miss have in this number four rated class right now. Baseball is Jackson Ferris, left-handed pitcher out of IMG, and Roman Anthony, a center fielder. Both are tremendous prospects. You'll have to watch them for the draft as those are projected to be anywhere between 30 and number 50 picks, and that's getting to be a lot of money. On the football side of the things, we saw Georgia four-star athlete Ahmad Brown committed to Ole Miss. Um, he's ranked the number 274 overall prospect. We saw Ole Miss pick up a commitment from four-star offensive tackle Bryson Sanders out of Baylor uh, Prep School out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, that they were able to beat out the home state Tennessee Vols. We all know how hard that is, and he's a top 200-rated recruit. Uh, St. Francis Academy four-star defensive end Deshaun Womack took an official visit last weekend. Uh he, most people believe it's down to Ole Miss in Georgia. We all know about St. Francis Academy. It's a, a They turn out players every single year over there. Then another one to keep an eye out as the portal has become so popular is North Texas all-conference linebacker Katie Davis. Um, he led Conference USA in tackles last year with 121 tackles, 16 for loss, 5.5 sacks. Um, he visited Auburn last weekend. He split this weekend with Ole Miss and A&M. We all know how much the Rebels need to add another linebacker, so that will definitely be one to watch here coming down to the end. And then some sad news here. You know, two of their top quarterback targets, Jaden Rashada and Arch Manning, who heard about over and over, Miami and Texas respectively, so you can cross them off the board. But that is not all bad news. Is right now, Chucky, Ole Miss has – Five football commitments. They're all ranked in the top 250 players. And Ole Miss stands at number 28 in the country in the national recruiting rankings with only five commitments. So we've really seen kind of start what Lane is doing, what we saw with Hugh Freeze in that second year where he really started getting blue chip after blue chip after blue chip. All five are four-star players. That has me really excited. 
And we'll finish up by, all right, hit the music. I, I don't know if there's going to be any bad or any ugly. No. But Chuck's going to talk now. Go. <laughs> it would be inappropriate to have any bad and any ugly after what witness, Gary. The very got, us, got up off the fighting, never stopped believing, and now they're the proud owners of a national title after winning the College World Series in Omaha last week or yesterday. Your Ole Miss Rebels. Volumes could be written, and long-winded speeches can be made about this team and what they've accomplished, but true Rebels already know it was improbable, but obviously not impossible. Special thanks to Coach Mike Bianco for his masterful job this season, figuring out what buttons to push and which player to use in different situations, and just making great call after great call with the pitchers and with the lineup and strategy. Ditto for pitching coach. Carl Lafferty and Coach Mike being uh, Mike Clement. Thanks to three-time captain Tim Elko. Uh, leaders like him don't come around office often. We got to cherish him and what he's meant to Ole Miss. Also, the other senior ring leaders: Kevin Graham, Justin Bench, Mac Chofey, uh Hayden Leatherwood, Ben Van Cleve, John Gaddis, Brandon Johnson, Garrett Wood. They all had their roles, and they were all critical, and they all played them to perfection. They did their jobs in leading, and that's the main ingredients to winning. To the rest of the players, kudos. You hung tough. You played tough. You never let anything slow you down or get in your way to reach your goals, even when everyone thought it was hopeless but you. And, man, how can you hand out thanks without thanking Rebel Nation? The outpouring Mm -hmm. of support in Omaha was incredible, far outnumbering every other school in the College World Series. You guys are the best. Hotty toddy. And we will have a parade in Oxford if you people want to come right. starts at 515 uh, in the city to uh, enjoy it. They'll finish up uh, on campus, so a lot of good times still to go. Chucky, incredible, good, bad, and ugly. I've been listening to him for 20 years with you now, it seems like, and that, I think, was your best one yet. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, brother. It, this was the, the best moment yet since the old Miss spirit has been in circulation and that's 40 years 1982 to 2022 and uh i have never had a better situation with the old miss rebels it was fantastic it's the best trip of my life i know my wife might not agree with that since we got married off in the in the islands but so maybe my second best trip of my life but uh no, she would even admit she knows that was the best trip of my life. But it was just incredible. Just uh, well, she was probably in Gatlinburg with your daughter, and it was the best trip of her life. Get away from you. And next Monday is July the fourth. Next Monday is July the fourth, so no show next Monday. We'll be back on July eleventh, and that'll be it. We're on every Monday from then on, and it is football time. Rhino, good job back in the studio. We thank our friends Brad Henderson and Mike Clement for being on the program. Guys, hi Toddy. Feels good, doesn't hi, it? Toddy. Let's go. Hi Toddy. Toddy. Let's continue to celebrate. Hi, All right, we're done. We'll be back with you in a couple of weeks with the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline.